Um, I just want to share something with you really quickly as, as we're kind of, as we're moving that direction. Um, I was just in prayer this morning. Um, it was a powerful anointing that came in. Um, how many of you in prayer just, you know, you received a touch in your body. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The a healing anointing came in. You know, that's why we don't, that's why we don't miss prayer. You didn't miss anything. No, I, I know God's going, it's going to, that spirit will keep flowing through the service. Amen. Um, you know, I just want to address, sometimes people say, I don't know if it takes all that with the prayer and, um, and all that. And I, uh, and, and some folks say, I don't even see that in the Bible, the way y'all, you know, go after it. And I was praying one day and you know how we pray. Ah! <laughs> we beat up the devil and I, and God showed me in second Corinthians chapter nine, Paul was explaining to people how he had run the, how he was running the race and how he was really productive. He was having to stand up for his own productivity for the kingdom of God. And he had to correct him. And he said, he said, I'm not just beating the air. I'm not just somebody who's shadow boxing. I'm accomplishing something in prayer for the kingdom of God. And if Paul had to say, what do you think I'm doing when I'm doing this? I'm not just beating in the air. I'm not just putting on a show. I'm accomplishing something for the kingdom of God. So there it is in the Bible. In case any of you want to go look it up, 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 20-something. You can look it up. It's in there. So now we can all pray and pull down some strongholds. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Sister Monica, do you want to come and share what God showed you in, uh, at the conference? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I am excited. Thank you, Pastor Casey. Ooh. I had it all in my spirit, and then it came time, and I froze. So I had to go get my notebook. I'm so excited to be home, I tell you. It's been exciting. Um, you know, the... I don't want to give life to anything that wasn't life, but when I walked in this place this morning, there's nothing like the house of God that he's planted you in, and it was just refreshing to come into the house of the Lord this Sunday. So uh, um, I want to honor my pastor, Pastor Angie, Pastor Casey, Pastor Michelle. I want to just tell y'all, thank y'all, and uh, thank y'all for taking our kids. I, I, it's my grandbaby, but I am so grateful for the time that y'all put and taking our children to uh, the ramp. And I'm excited to see what God's done in their lives and, and, and to know that they were hungry to go. They were ready to go. They were willing and, and excited about the things of God. But um, let me see, where do I want to start? We heard so much by so many different speakers, and it was beginning to run, in, run into one. And, and, but you know what? It was one spirit. We know that. And the one thing that stood out to me more than anything this year is that um, that the Lord says this is a year of prayer and intercession. And that there was an anointing released in our lives. We know we pray. This church's foundation is prayer. And we know that when we come into the house of the Lord and we come in that God hears us. But what, what really, really, really come into my spirit this was when, because I can believe for you. And I can believe God hears me, but can I, did I see? Did I see? And so I just was meditating on what he said because he said that you can know this year that when you pray, 
that God hears your, your prayers and he answers them. You can know, know, you can know it. And you don't have to leave the same way. So we don't have to leave today the same way we came in this morning. We do not have to leave the same way. God is going to do a mighty, a miracle working power in this place this morning. I felt it when I walked in. I felt it this morning. When I sat down at this altar, and in my spirit, I, I saw this place like a beach. And, and when I was meditating on that, Pastor Casey, what I saw was, not only is it a, a beach where there's dry and thirsty souls out there, but there's a beach where the Spirit of the Lord came in and He had His way, and He's still having His way. But I also saw that it wasn't a tide that came in, it was a tsunami. As we come into the presence of the Lord, that a tsunami of the presence of the Lord came upon this place. And the miracles broke out in this place. And in the same miracle working God that did the same miracle this morning and 2,000 years ago can do the same miracle in you today. And that you do not have to leave this place the same way that you came in. We have to make we have to make it our way. You know, the water is troubled, but you have to decide to get into the water. You have to decide when you go to that beach, am I going to participate or am I going to get sunbaked? Well, I want to participate and I want to get sunbaked. So I'm going to do both and I'm going to get into the presence of God. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Thank you, Jesus. I'm so grateful that... I don't know, there was just something about this conference that's been different than any other year that I've gone. I don't know, you know, maybe it's maturity, you can, you know, whatever you want to say. I just know that there was something different over the conference this year. He said that um, we're entering in a time of blessing, that this is a time of seven years of blessing. And, and because I don't have that revelation I'm not going to go deep into that, but I am going to tell you that he said that we could have that Joseph anointing this year. And we got to tap into it. It's up to us. It's up to us to tap into that Joseph anointing. I can't do it for you. We can pray and we can come before the Lord. And when the anointing hits, give in that anointing. When God says give, that's what I do know. That's one thing I do know. And then he said it's a time for our families. That, it, that our families, we can believe God for our families this year. Well, you know, our pastor doesn't hesitate, and she immediately called to fast for souls, fast for souls, fast for souls. So I just want to tell y'all, thank y'all, because even though I wasn't able to come Thursday, my spirit was still connected, and I was still praying. And I'm standing in my kitchen window, and I'm washing dishes, and all of a sudden... I know, you know, I've stood on the words that God's given me over my children. He's prophesied words over my children, and I speak those words out over my children. But this time, he gave me a new word, and he said, Paul, there, Paul, there's greatness in Paul. And when he said that, I just, I went, oh my God, there's greatness in Paul. There's greatness. There's greatness in you. There's greatness in you. So when I woke up this morning, that's what was in my, there's greatness in you. You have greatness down on the inside of you. There is greatness down on the inside of you. Just like Pastor Casey said, I can't do it for you. You got to birth it. You got to birth that word for yourself. You got to pull that into your spirit. You got to make it come alive for yourself. You got to let it be alive down deep on the inside of you from the youngest to the oldest it's not about an age it's about a relationship it's about relationship with Jesus and see I meditate on that and I meditate on it. God I know you but do you know me God do you know me Jesus when I stand before you on the day of judgment are you going to say come in my child well done my faithful servant are you going to say depart from me you worker of iniquity for I never knew you and I said but Lord I want to be known by you I know who you are but 
but do you know me? Relationship, relationship, spending time with the Lord, getting into his presence, letting him change me from the inside, from the, from the very spirit of my being, letting his spirit come alive down on the inside of me. Intimacy, intimacy, that word is not to scare you, but it's to prepare you. Thank you, Jesus. One thing that uh, Dr. Cirillo said, and, and you know, we, we've heard this, but it was Amos 3 and 7. He said, surely the Lord will do nothing, but that he reveals the secret unto the servants, the prophets. And those are the words that Dr. Cirillo was speaking out. The blessings, time for our loved ones, seven years of increase, that Joseph anointing, that we will have an angels will be with us this year. And you're going to, that protection, like never before, you're going to know that you have that protection this year. You're going to know that those angels are protecting you. That You're going to know that. You're, you're, you're going to know that. <laughs> you're you're going to know. <laughs> I don't know if I'm getting it across the way I feel it, y'all, but I'm telling you, the anointing, the power of God, the angels of the Lord. And when we were sitting in that conference, when we were sitting there, I looked out just out of the, you know, just out of the corner of my eye, and I saw this huge, huge angel. And I knew that angel was there to protect us, to protect Dr. Cirillo. That man was, oh my God, you'd have never thought he was 85 years old. You know, you would have thought he was 60. He was. Oh, my word, he was renewed, the strength of God. And, I, you know, I just, oh, it's just powerful, y'all. It's just powerful. And I'm excited about what God's going to do in us this year. And so um, I think that's all I have. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Uh, Sister Sandra, where are you at? Come on up. It's your time. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I just want to honor my pastors as well. Uh, Pastor Casey and Pastor Angie. I just love you guys. And I honor you this day. And, and as I was asking God when you sent me that text, I was asking God, well, what should I say? I just learned so much at that uh, conference. It was life-changing also for me as well. But then he gave me a word, and I wrote it down. Could you believe I wrote something down? <laughs> but, and then Sister Julie uh, taught uh, Sunday school, and it confirmed everything that God said that I should say. And I hope not to be long, but I just want to really get this across because Dr. Ty Kuntz, he came forward and he said something that just, it resonated in my soul. He said, faith that cannot be tested cannot be trusted. And that just threw me for a loop right there. That turned me around. I said, "Woo, Lord Jesus. And he began to teach on and on about the anointing. He did. He said, faith that's never been tested, you wouldn't even know what to go through. Sickness, financial trouble mental illness, and then they went on and on about the anointing, and he said about that anointing that just struck me, he said the anointing that you, you have is the anointing that you attract, and I say, wow, so are we watching TV, that's what we're going to attract, if we up here in prayer, that's what we're going to attract, whatever we do, 
That's what we're going to attract. And that is so awesome to me because I want to attract the things of God. And I start to think and say, wow, God. I thought about it and I said, I, would, I wouldn't even take a million dollars for what I learned on this conference at this time and this season for our lives because the year of Jubilee was 2016 and now the blessings of the Lord are getting ready to flow all over us for seven years. And so all we got to do is be obedient and say, he said we must seek the anointing. He gave us scriptures, Genesis 26 and 36 and Exodus 3 and 13. He said we must cultivate the anointing. We must make a demand on that anointing. And we, last and foremost, we must go at that anointing. Because that is vital and important. And that's what takes us from being happy one moment, getting out this moment, getting our feelings hurt this moment. And I said, Lord, where is all this leading to? Show me. And as we was there in that conference, Pastor called for us, and she sit us down. She's an awesome woman of God. She is anointed and appointed. Trust me, she is. She knew. She knew order. She know how to put it in order, so loving. I didn't even know order. I thought I knew order. I know about the generals and the lieutenants and the captain, but the order of the church, I did not know. And as we was coming home, and uh, we, I got a book sold in my life uh, over the announcer that was there, and he put something in my soul, and I thought I said it. Because we, sh- we do. We must be willing to die for the dream that we have. And we have a dream in this church. We have a vision here. And when you have a vision here, you want to learn to serve your pastors. And you want to be truthful and honest with them. So the, the ministry is here. We must be obedient to it. We got to be. I don't care what I feel like uh, Sister Julie said it. I mean, it was like she was right there with the Holy Spirit talking to me. We got to learn to obey it. Whether we see it in our eyesight or in our years, I don't care how old I get. I want to be teachable and learnable. And we, then we must be uh, flexible. Because this morning I had to be flexible. I had gave a, 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 a baby shower yesterday. They wore me out. And then a sister, a Monica had sent me a text I never saw to this morning. And she said, you, could you be there? And I was like, oh, God, I can't be there. My daughter's mama, calm down. But for the vision, I had to. I had to push. I had to be flexible. And I had to stop. And he said, we also must be faithful. That is so awesome when we faithful. Because that's what God looked at, our faithfulness, really. And he's looking at all these things that we do. And I thank him because we have these in our pastors. And that's the point that I'm getting to. Because whatever mantle is on them, it will fall on us. If we learn to be proactive. If we have a problem, come up with the solution. We can do something about the solution. Come up with it. So what it did for me, it matured me. It grow me up. It showed me that I will sit under this vision, under my pastors. I will do what they say, whether I like it or not. I will obey. And I will be faithful and honest. So thank you, guys. Thank you. I thought it was awful blessing that I go. I pushed, 
And I push and I thank God for each and every person that I spent that time with and each minister. Thank you, Pastor Casey. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, Sister Sandra, say that again. Faith that cannot be tested. What is Faith that, was that good. cannot be tested, cannot be trusted. Yes, that went in my spirit. That is good. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Faith that cannot be tested, cannot be trusted. Amen. Who wants to come next? Yes. I just wanted to uh, tell Brother Tim, I, I'm sorry I left you out, but... I honor you too, and I thank God for your leadership. I thank God for you being with our pastor and y'all being one, and, and, and I just love you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Pastor Cindy, do you want to come share? Hallelujah. I just thought about what I did. I grabbed this big old Bible, and people thought, oh, Lord, she could be there for a while. Listen, I really could. <laughs> I really could. I'm telling you, I'm full. You know, you're just full. You're so full, you don't even know what all's in there, you know, but you're really excited to get it to come out somehow, you know. I do. I honor my pastor. I, I, listen, the Bible says to honor those where honor's due, to give honor where honor is due. You can never not honor those that are in leadership over you and expect to succeed. Amen. Success comes from giving your life. Amen. And that is submission. Sister Julie done such an awesome job today on that submission. I mean, powerful. And then the Thanksgiving. Can I just, because I, not everybody was here, can I share what you shared? And I got, I got it, Sister Julie. Faith, uh, uh, thanksgiving equals faith, and faith equals thanksgiving, and I got it because I understand you're not going to give thanks for something that you do not believe is fixing to come to pass. You're going to wait till that thing happens, and then you might give thanks, but you're not going to give thanks in advance for something because that's faith, Amen. It's not what you see with your natural eye, but what you see in the spirit realm and can lay hold of and pull into your natural realm. That's real faith. We can't work faith up, amen. It just happens. So I honor my pastor. I honor Pastor Casey and Pastor Michelle, Brother Tim, my, all my elders, evangelists. Oh, my gosh, there's so many. Look, you are a part of something really big. There's, there's, there's not a lot of places that you can go in and you can see this many ministers in one place. Why? Because God's got a vision. Because he never saved us to sit on a pew. But he, he saved us to get free so that we could help somebody else get free. It's the vision. It's the dream. God has a dream. And that's the dream. He wants to see his people set free. Amen. There was so much, like everybody has said, there was so much. But I'm telling you, some, Papa, I just, I glued to everything the man said. Sorry if I'm going to start crying because it's just the presence of God. And 
everything that he said I glued to. And I got some things that he's been saying for years. I finally got it. (laughs) It's like an anointing is being released upon the body of Christ today. And people, sometimes they take that lightly. But I'm declaring to you that God is releasing an anointing. An anointing is a sudden advancement advancement of knowledge upon the body of Christ to where you'll go from where you're at to where you need to be to do what God has planned for you to do. Amen. It's a sudden revelation and God is releasing revelation. He's releasing anointing and all we have to do is to be in the right place to get it. Amen. And so the Lord says this is our year of prayer and intercession. We've been founded upon prayer but God wants to take us deeper than we've ever gone higher than we've ever went if you are close to God prepare to get closer if you are at I don't care where you are with God he is ready to take you to another level the Lord is releasing an anointing a help a grace upon the body it's not going to come by your might nor your power but by the Holy Spirit and he is releasing the Holy Spirit without measure If you have the Spirit of God that with measure, come on, press in. He's going to give you more. Amen. Because God is bringing us into a new level, a new place. He's calling us closer to him. This is our prayer. This is our year of prayer and intercession. Pastor's been teaching for the last, I don't know, several months. How to get your prayers answered. Come on, how to get your prayers answered. You can know how to get your prayers answered. Hey, and it's called coming close to God. Spending that time in that intimate relationship as we heard Sister Monica, Minister Monica say. It's getting that relationship. The man of God said that we are going to cross over from where we are at right now to where we need to be. Amen. And that's the anointing. Come on, you can right now. I'm serious. If you walk this thing, lift your hands and begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Because an anointing cannot, it comes by the Spirit, not in the head. Come on, because you got to get this thing. The man of God said this year we would have double for our trouble. Come on, if you believe that, we can have double for our trouble. Double blessing for the trouble, amen. Double for our trouble. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Then he said, Papa said that you hear a lot of people say, where is the Lord God of Elijah? But he says, God is saying, where are the Elijahs? God where are the Elijah's those that'll pick up the mantle of God and part that water (laughs) and go to the other side where are those that'll stand in the faith of in the face of adversity and believe God over everything that you see with your natural eye the Lord is saying to the body of Christ today where are the Elijah's of God Come on, where are the Elijahs of God? You shouldn't live on Sunday. I thank you, Jesus. Come on, say, I'm right here, God. I'm right here, God. Come on, we know about breakthroughs. 
We know about breakthroughs. They don't happen automatically. And your scripture Papa used was in Isaiah 43, 19. Probably every one of us could quote it. Every one of us could probably quote Isaiah 43 and 19. He says, the word of God says, Behold, I will do a new thing. Now shall it spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert, saith the Lord. He says, loose those old things. Let it all go from this day. Let it be a different you from right now, this moment. You can press into the new things of God. To the new ways of thinking. To the new ways of seeing. And he talked and he talked and he talked about being eyes. Your eyes being open. And how that Elijah told Elisha. He said, if you see me when I go. If you see me when I go. And Papa brought it out so awesomely. He said, if you're in the right place with God you can see God and you'll do the impossible so this breakthrough consists of our ears being open to the voice of the Lord because we have to heed instructions and obey those instructions but it also comes with our eyes being open to the spiritual things that we don't look with our natural eye because one man of God said, don't look down, look up because you're created to go where you look. You're created to go after what you see. Oh, Jesus. Can I just prophesy just a minute? Can I just prophesy just a minute? Hallelujah. I declare and prophesy that this is our year. Come on, if you want this, you res Hey, you lift your hands and receive and respond to the Lord. It's not a man, woman, boy, or child. It is the Spirit of the Lord God. He shunned I prophesy that this is our year of prayer and intercession. And that we will come closer to the Lord. We will come closer that we've never been in this place. So we need God to give us instructions. We need God to speak into our ear. We don't know this place because we've not been there. I prophesy that this is our time. This is our time. We will, hey, hey, we will receive only by the spiritual hunger that is in each and every one of us. What God is looking for is hungry people to feel. That's what he's looking for. That's what is going to attract being hungry for God. It's going to attract God. Being hungry for his presence is going to attract him. anointing being released come on are you ready for it do you want it today do you want it today it's being released upon the bride of Christ hey because hey, we are 
ears to be open in the name of Jesus. Come on, yes, sorry, I'm my God. We press in, press in, like the woman with the issue of blood. We don't let the, everything that we know in our natural mind keep us from receiving in the Spirit. We press into the things of God. You know how I know this thing is real? Because I didn't even get home good. But boy, I was attacked in my body. Trying to get what God had deposited into me. But my pastor allowed me to lead the prayer on Tuesday and the line on Tuesday night and I can and I give all the glory and the honor to God and I say that being in that anointing drove that sickness out of my body it drove it out it drove that sickness out that it could not affect me as long and as hard in the name of Jesus he should thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I thank you for the breakthrough. Thank you for the breakthrough. And see something about an anointing. It's for anybody who's hungry enough to believe and, and reach up and grab it and pull it into themselves and birth it and birth it. I was up I don't know how long crying out to God I need a breakthrough God I'm not I'm not going to be the same I left that conference knowing I received that anointing but I'm laying on my face to birth it and bring it forth I believe and I receive and from this day forward I'll never be the same because we are a part Pastor Casey something greater than we can even imagine that God is releasing in this time and for this season you are here by, by divine appointment today because God wanted to put a little something in your ear and your spirit come on we don't have to look the same talk the same act the same be the same let the fire of God consume us overtake us my brother told me something before the service and the spirit of the Lord quickened me because you didn't give up because you pressed when it would have been easier to get up and walk you stayed and God sees and if you'll press to get to that place where you know God wants you the sky's the limit folks the sky's the limit God's not forgotten you He's not upset with you, but he wants to take you somewhere you've never been. It's according to the hunger that is within us. There's got to be some hunger because you're still here. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. I believe for change and breakthrough in our lives this year, Father, like never before. We receive the anointing and thank you for it, Lord. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Yes, my God, hallelujah. I receive that word that 2017 
It's going to be the best year ever is what I believe in. More of God, more relationship, more anointing, more work in the kingdom of God. More hunger, more passion. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. One thing I do know that is um, when we get a word like that and we're going after a goal, one thing we need to do is sow into it. Hallelujah. I'm going to let Elder Robert come and share and, and then go ahead and take up the offering. Um, as he's speaking, though, because uh, we, we have a word now. We've received a word over 2017. I know we've had it for two weeks now. Pastor spoke, and, um, and I brought y'all a word last week. We, we, have, we have the words over 2017. As you're getting your tithes and offerings ready, I just want to encourage you. L- listen to the Holy Spirit. You know, um, these people, when, they, when we go to a conference and come back, Bring a, bring a spirit that's on that conference. They bring the spirit of, of prosperity. They bring the, the spirit of breakthrough in. And so as, as that spirit's coming forth out of their mouths, I want to encourage you, listen to the spirit speak to you of what you should sow into this harvest that you're believing God for this year. Amen? Amen. I just want to give honor also to my pastor, Pastor Angie, Brother Tim, Pastor Casey, Pastor Michelle. And it's the conference, I have to agree with them, the conference to me was different this year than than it's ever been. And I think part of it is because of what we've been through our growth. Pastor Cindy said something about, mentioned about going to another level. This is something God showed me. He began to show me this before the, well, before the conference. Everything before the conference, during the conference, has been pointing in one direction. That is getting closer to God. It's, it's, that's where we're headed. God is tired of us walking on this line. We're, we should be steadily on an incline. I was reading, he reminded me of Enoch the other day. Does, the Bible doesn't say much about him. Tells who his daddy was and who his kids were. But then it says, and he walked with God and was not. That tells me he got so close to God that God just said, step right on over. And he never went back. That's all it says about the man. He walked with God and was not. He showed me a... You know, the Bible tells us that all good things come from God. That means that you got a job, it comes from God. 
and all this kind of, your car come from God, and all this kind of, all good things come from God. But I heard him say the other day, he said, there's another level. There's another level. There's a peculiar people level. There is an unexplainable level. There is a supernatural level. And how do you like this one? There is a go fishing to pay your taxes level. And don't tell me it can't happen because it's in the Word. There's, see, this is getting into the level God is carrying us into. There's a five loaves and two fish feed a small city level. 15,000 people is a small city. That's a peculiar level. That's where we're headed. There is a windows open over heaven level to where we can't contain it. If you want to step into that level, or if you want to sow into that level, now is the time. Sow toward that, because that is where we're Lord, we just, yeah, we just step into that level, God. Yeah, we, yeah, we choose, God. We choose to step out. We choose, we choose to step out of our comfort zone. We choose to step out of our comfort. We choose, Lord, to, to go after that peculiar people level. We choose, God, to be a sign and a wonder for the world, God. That's where we want to go, Lord. Yeah, and Lord, we just ask that you bless these, these offerings, bless, bless these tithes. Lord, we just ask that you help us to step into that level. Help us to seek you first. Seek your kingdom first, God. Help us to seek you first and just be obedient. We ask it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, my God. We want to go to that peculiar level, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Sister Dana, do you want to share what God showed you? Thank you, Jesus. This was, was the most awesome conference I've ever been to. The power of God was so, uh, I don't know. It's just its just a different. I've never been where we went this last week. I just want to honor my pastor, Pastor Angie, Brother Tim, Pastor Tim, and Pastor Casey and Pastor Michelle, and the leaders in this church. We are so blessed. We are so blessed to be in a place where we can go and hear a word of God like that and bring it home and know that we are free to let that word work in us, that that word is going to be made manifest in this body because our leaders are submitted. They're submitted to the man of God. They're submitted under Marcerillo and submitted to God. 
And because of that, we can flourish under this word. These words that were spoken are not just spoken into the atmosphere and allowed to fall. But we pick them up and we bring them home with us. We let them be deposited down in our spirit. And our leaders take them. We take them to prayer. Our pastors take them to prayer and pray over this body and say, God, what is your will here? What do you want to do here? This is not a light thing. This is not a light thing. This is a matter of life and death. These words that are coming forth from the prophet of God, coming out of our pastor's mouths every week, every week we faced with a decision. Every week we're faced with a choice. What are we going to do with these mighty words of God? What are we going to do with the call of God that we feel? What are we going to do? He's speaking to our hearts. Are we listening? Are we heeding this word? Has it become something that we just are satisfied with and used to to come and get a feeling in the presence of God? I don't believe so. I believe that we want what God has for us or we wouldn't be here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We just give you praise today, Lord. We give you praise, Jesus. We thank you that this is real. Everything we feel, everything we hear, your voice to us, God, is real. Your presence in our lives is real, God. We are never alone because you are with us. You are in us. And you, as we submit to you, God, will lead us into the way that you have for each one of us, Lord. Each one of us, you have a plan. Each one of us, there's a plan. You have a plan for our lives, for each heart, each life here. Don't ever let the enemy tell you that he's left you out. Don't ever let the devil tell you that God doesn't have a plan for your life. That's a lie. It's a lie from the pit of hell. It's a lie because he doesn't want you to know who you are. He doesn't want you to know who you belong to. He doesn't want you to know the power of the living God available, living on the inside of you. He doesn't want us to know that. But he's a liar. He's a liar. And as we choose to come and submit ourselves to what our head says our body needs, we don't have to know why. We don't have to understand it. We don't have to understand the prayer. We don't have to understand anything. We don't have to understand why do I feel pulled to come to the altar. We don't have to understand any of those things. We just get to this right here and let it lead us where it wants to go. Submit to our heads. Submit to our authorities. And let the Spirit take us where He wants to go. And we'll go places that we've never gone before. He'll take us things to see things we've never seen before. We'll get to experience Jesus. We'll get to see signs and wonders and miracles in the midst of our daily life. As we just yield ourselves to the Holy Ghost. The, the word that God spoke to me. I just listened to all, tried to listen to the Spirit all week long because I've always been such a, a mind person. And, and I would take notes. And, and I did take notes. But there were times when a quickening would come. And, and I would write that down and I'd put a star by it. And another one would come and I'd write that down. And what he's, the first thing he, that I felt was, 
we were having the 830 prayer and uh, before the service begins we start with prayer and some of the nationals will pray over different countries and there's always a line up front and one of the one of them came forward I don't even remember which country but he said we are uh, he just called us keepers of God keepers of God and when he said that it, it hit my spirit and I'm like keepers of God wait a minute he's he keeps me you know and then I thought Lord and he just began to show me what that meant you know the responsibility on me because he's deposited himself in me <laughs> the spirit of the living God lives on the inside of me and if you've asked him, he lives on the inside of you too. We're talking about an unlimited God. An unlimited God. He did signs and wonders and miracles in the Old Testament that we know no man could perform. And Jesus did them in the new. And it's continuing. But the man of God said, more Cirillo, that those days are returning. The Old Testament miracles. The parting of the waters, the right, you know, we've, we hear of raising the dead over in somewhere, other, somewhere else, but I want to see it here, you know. I want to see signs and wonders to, so that people see that Jesus is alive. I mean, that God is real. How much, how much do they see of the world and see the reality of the enemy and get bombarded with that all the time and just... And are hopeless and completely and turn to the enemy because he, they see his power. You know, we have the power of the living God available to us. And and when I was praying over that word, I'm like, okay, God, I think that's what you, what you want me to talk about. And first thing I saw was a, a lion in a cage. You know, like like a circus thing. And I was standing there with a big whip. And, and the line was roaring, you know, and I was trying to make him do what I wanted him to do. And I'm like, what is this? And he's like, well, that's the way, that's the way you do me. Because <laughs> you put your preconceived ideas on how you, how you think I need to do things. <sighs> you try to tell me the way you want me to answer your prayer. You get in your mind a certain way of doing, and that's what you look for. So if it don't happen that way, sometimes we miss it. You know, we'll miss, I miss the hand of God. I miss the anointing of God. I miss the miracle because I limit him with my mind. I limit what he wants to do. Sister Julie taught it this morning in Sunday school when we get a word from God and we attach anything to it we have to be so careful Sister Mich Pastor Michelle taught that we have to be so careful when we get a word from God when we're seeking God and, and he speaks and we think oh well I know what you mean and take that word and we go and we hold on to that but wrapped all around it are all these ideas and all these thoughts and all these ways that we're going to let God work in that that we're expecting it to happen he is saying to me to us this year as we've heard said draw come to me 
Come to me. Uh, this is a year of intercession and prayer. That's relationship. You know, it starts with relationship. Let me be God. Let me be God. Don't put any limits on me. Be willing to let all those preconceived ideas go. My Lord, if I had done that, he, he tells me he's going to create the earth. And there's no telling what it would have looked like if I had been the one determined the outcome. <laughs> you know, I think he can handle it. I think he can handle my requests, my problems, my family. I think he can handle what, what my body, you know. I think he can handle what we need. He created us from the dust of the earth. He created us out of nothing. He created everything when there was nothing. So <laughs> I just told him, I said, Lord, well, this year all I want to do is sit at your feet and let you be God. I just want to worship you. Just, just look to you. Just spend time with you. And let you speak to me. And let you, you know, I'm not saying give him our prayer request, but it's because it's all in there. But my focus this year, more than ever, because my focus is, has been off for a long time. It's been on getting delivered. It's been on getting my prophecies and answered. It's been on my prayer requests answered. It's, and you get frustrated in that. You get real frustrated if that's your focus because it's not going to work, for one thing. It's not going to work. He's a jealous God, and he's jealous over me, and he's jealous over you. Each one of us, more than anything, he desires relationship. He desires us as a person, as a human being. How could he want me? How? I don't know. How could he want a relationship with me? I don't know. But I'm so thankful today. So thankful, Father. So thankful that we have a Father in heaven that loves us. That we have a God that cares. We have a God that wants to know us. And wants us to know him. And I just give him praise today. I give him praise. I, have a, I wrote down a couple more things people said. Because this is our, to me, this is our assignment. Paula White said that God had allowed her to learn the system, to destroy the system. And when she said that, it hit my spirit and I hollered. And I'm like, oh, my word, yes, that's what we've been given here. The enemy has his own system in the church and in the world. He has his own way of doing. Well, we've, we've been, because of prayer, we have seen into the spirit realm. God has showed us the ways of the enemy. He showed us the deception. He showed us the religion. He showed us the lies. And we don't have to live that way anymore. We have, we have the tools, the, the power through the Holy Spirit, through the anointings that are on this ministry that our pastor has guarded for almost 20 years now, almost 20 years, guarded with her very life. We have the tools to destroy the kingdom of the enemy. We have been given what she's talking about. We know how to come against the system 
from the enemy. We know how to set the captive free. We know how to take those that are lost and undone. That the enemy's done nothing but beat them up from the day they were born. I know because it's happened to me. I used to couldn't hold my head up in front of people. I've been fighting for a long time to be free of control. But God has worked in me, and he's worked in me, and he's worked in me. And I haven't quit, and I'm not going to stop because my God says I can be free. And if we just get a hold of that truth and we don't let go, no matter what it looks like, no matter what it feels like, we let those words that God speaks to us over whatever circumstance just get deep down in our heart and we just don't let them go. We just don't let him go because he's not a man that he can lie. He can't lie. If he said something, it becomes the truth. That's who he is. He is the spirit of truth. Hallelujah. We just give you praise, Lord. We thank you. We thank you for this treasure you've given us here. We thank you for this anointing, Lord. We thank you for imparting it to each one of us, God. Imparting it into our lives, into our minds, and changing the way that we think, oh God. That you draw us to the altars, God. That you draw us into your presence. Yes, Lord, let a drawing come upon us, God. A drawing spirit out of Monday, out of our Sunday, under all of our Sunday. Draw us to you, God. Yeah, put it in our hearts, oh God. Yes, Lord, we thank you for it, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. You know, I know that when she was speaking, I just felt many of your spirits respond to that, to that struggle of being a God keeper. As she was saying that she saw that lion and just and, and trying to whip it and tame it. And that that is the way we keep our God. We try to we try to make him do what we want him to do. We try to put him into a box. We get a word. And we just run with it and think, I know how to do that. Just what she said. That's that's what she said. And and we're frustrated because God hasn't answered our prayers is what we believe. God says one thing and something else happens. And so I don't even know how to have faith or trust and believe in him anymore. But I just believe that God is ready to break that mentality, to break that deception off of our minds this morning. In the name of Jesus. I want to give you one quick word and then we're going to just to, just so we really our eyes are totally open in John chapter 11. And you can read this the whole chapter, but you can you can read it. But I'm going to really quickly tell you. Lazarus was sick. He was sick and his sisters sent to Jesus and asked Jesus for a word. And Jesus said, Lazarus is going to recover. He said, he's not going to die. He is going to recover. We know what happened to Lazarus. He did not recover and he died. 
and he, they put him in the grave. He was there for four days until Jesus showed up. And they, didn't, they have forgotten his word because they knew that his word meant one thing. And when that thing didn't come before their eyes the way they expected it, they had given up, they put on their mourning clothes, and they mourned for three days until Jesus showed up. They were still mourning. Four days later when Jesus showed up, all the mourners were at their house. Only one person even bothered to get up and go meet Jesus, and that was just to accuse him to his face that he didn't keep his word and they said he said take me to the grave and he wept John eleven thirty five. we all know that he wept but why did he weep they even says that they all looked at him and said oh he's weeping because he loved Lazarus so much he was weeping because he gave them a word and they gave up on their word before they saw the word come to pass hey, because it didn't happen the way I wanted it to happen it didn't happen the way I expected God to make it happen I gave up on it and now I'm in mourning because God don't keep his word I'm frustrated and I don't even know how to believe him anymore but in the name of Jesus he, Jesus came and he tore down that mentality that I have to do something the way you want me to do it I can show up four days late in your mind but it's not late in my mind because I said he was recovering and I said he was going to live and guess what he lived he spoke to him and he came up out of the grave after he was already even stinking and there was no way no way I had already made up my mind they had already made up my mind there was no way that what they said that what Jesus said was going to happen was going to happen and so I gave up on him halaboshandalabasanda I realized the more, the more I whipped that lion, the less he could be tamed. I couldn't make him do what I wanted him to do. How many of us have promises that we just have never, and I don't even know how to believe God for the promise anymore. Let's just be honest. I don't even know how to believe God for what he's promised me. In the name of Jesus, 